Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We are in the middle of a message series here at The Heart called At The Movies, Um, and what we have done over the last uh, few weeks is we've been looking at different movies, and this year, uh, we don't do it necessarily every year, but uh, in the summertime, we like to do it at the movie series, and the reason we do that, why we like to talk about movies is, at least in my opinion, our faith, like many other things in our life, our faith grows in way more places than just here on Sunday from 10 to 11, right? There's a lot of things that happen throughout the week, throughout the months, throughout the years that challenge our faith, that make us think about our faith, that we take and take steps in our faith so it doesn't just happen on Sunday mornings. And so what I like to do is when we look at these movies or talk about movies is I want us to be thinking, I want you to be thinking, what other ways, what other areas in my life can I use to grow my faith or, or even to, uh, to ask questions about my faith, to challenge my faith, to talk to others about my faith. And so we've looked at a few, uh, a few movies, uh, hopefully you've been able to watch some, we talked about Jumanji, we did Lion King last week, and so for today's movie, I have a few quotes, and this movie is very quotable, so, uh, and it's old, old-ish, um, it's not old, because I'm not old, so, but you get it. Um, okay, so here's the first quote, and if you know it, don't say it, just raise your hand if you know the movie, okay? Here's the first quote, and I won't do the voices. I learned that lesson last week, so I'll just do the quote, and I'll deliver it as dry as possible. Are you ready? When I was your age, television was called books. Does anybody know where that's from? Okay, a few hands. Don't say it. Don't say it. Um, The next quote is, um, uh, what was the one I was going to do? You would know that one. Okay, here it is. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Okay, hands raised. Okay, last one, and then I'll tell you. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare. Okay, yes. All right, the movie is The Princess Bride. If you haven't seen the movie before, it is a great movie, beautiful story. You need to get it in your life. Uh, and if you don't want to watch it, then, uh, then don't. It's up to you. Um, So what I want to talk about today, I want to give you one more quote from the movie, because this is what we're going to be talking about today. There's a quote where the main character says this line. He says, life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says something different is selling something. And so what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about the pain. Because one of the themes in this movie is each of the characters has a different pain that they've experienced, a different suffering that they're either in the middle of, or they're coming out of, or they're heading into it. And so it got me thinking about kind of the pain and suffering. What a fun, to- what a, what a fun topic. It got me thinking about the pain and suffering that we experience in our life. And so as we get into this message, I want you to be thinking about this. I wrote this down for you. Your pain becomes your potential. Okay, I want you to be thinking about that in a little bit of time we have together. Your pain becomes your potential. The things that we deal with in life, that struggle with in life, how can that become your potential in your faith? So I started thinking about this, and uh, I, I, am a, I am a classic oversharer. If you've ever had any conversations with me, you probably learn more about me than you ever care, uh, cared to know or asked even. Um, and so I, I, share, uh, I say that because I share a lot about my life 
uh, here uh, with y'all on, on Sundays. I've talked about um, some of the different things that I've had to deal with in my life, which is not unique to me, but it's, it's pain and suffering and, and things that I've had to, uh, that I've had to deal with. We, um, I've shared before that my wife and I, we tried to do uh, in vitro a few years ago, did all the stuff, tried to have a baby, it didn't work, didn't have a baby. And then, um, if you don't know this about me, uh, roughly 20 years ago, uh, I got married, was married for about eight and a half minutes, and then got divorced. Um, and so uh, I'm on my second marriage. I often joke. Uh, it's not very funny. It never gets a laugh. But I often joke that uh, I don't trust anyone who's still on their first marriage. Uh, so, uh, you know, a couple you know, pros like me who've done it a couple of times, you know. Uh, that's just how I deal with my pain and suffering uh, is insert jokes. But there's, there's been this thing. There's these things in our life that, that, that happen. And we don't want them to happen, right? We're never looking for pain and suffering, and, there, and most of the time, most of the time, when these things come our way, these big things that happen where, you know, if it's a big fight that you have with your spouse or, you know, it, it, maybe that was a divorce, you know, or, or you're in a big fight with your, with your kid right now and y'all aren't talking to each other. We have these things that, that we're not looking for. We don't want these things to happen, but they happen. They happen to us. And if you're like me, sometimes what I'll do is, There'll be something that happens, something I don't want to happen, and I'll just obsess over it. I'll think about it. I'll worry about it. And what I want us to be able to try to do is when something like this happens, it doesn't have to be as, you know, it doesn't have to be as heavy as, you know, uh, we, you know we lost a baby and we had to deal with that. Or it doesn't have to be as heavy as a divorce. I, I'm talking about the things that happen to us from week to week. So it's not just the big things, the, the, the big pain and suffering is where that can become our potential. It's any pain and suffering that can become our potential, no matter how small it is. And it was interesting watching the movie, and, and I, ho I hope you do watch uh, Princess Bride this week, uh, especially if you've never seen it, to be able to see the different ways that these characters approach their pain and suffering. Some of them are just kind of victim to it. And, and, and victim, not in a way when something happens to you and you didn't want it to happen. In that sense, you are very much a victim. But I don't know if you'll agree with me, and maybe this is my opinion, but there, are, there is a time where when something happens to us, there comes a point when, at least I do this, where we have, be, we have made the choice now to stay victim to this, Right? Like, let's say you, tomorrow morning, it's Monday morning, sorry to remind you again, and you get in your car and you're driving to work or whatever you need to do Monday morning, and somebody, you know, cuts you off, throws you a wave, but not this wave, you know what I mean? And you just really, or they're honking at you, and it just really kind of shakes you up. Maybe you have something like that, and, and, and it, you let it kind of ruin your day. You ever, you ever had that? You let it ruin your day. Or you go to a restaurant and the, the person up front, the host or the hostess up front, they weren't very nice. You let it ruin your meal, you know? And, and, and sometimes we can do that with the things that happen in our life because you're like, okay, well, that happened this morning. That, that, that incident in the car happened this morning, but that doesn't determine my day. But sometimes if we're not paying attention, we can let it determine the rest of our day. And we can say we had a bad day, but really what we had is a really rough 30 to 45 seconds. And so we 
I want to remind you, maybe remind myself here, that we can and are empowered to make a choice there of saying, okay, that was, I did not enjoy that. But I get to decide how I'm going to respond to it. I get to decide, and, th and that's easier said than done, right? Depending how tired you are, depending how stressed you are, depending if you just came off uh, a fight with somebody else, however your day goes. But I want us to be thinking about how that pain can become your potential. So there's a verse I want to look at today, and it's in the book of James. If you're not super familiar with the Bible, no worries. Uh, the book of James is actually a, a letter, and this letter, this, this author is writing to a group of people, a group of believers, and he has a bunch of topics that he goes through, but I, I want it, to, it's the way he starts off this letter the first thing he chooses to tell the people reading this letter, right? So you go, you go check your mail. Does anybody check mail anymore? Is that still a thing? So you go check your mail, not your email. You go check your mail, and you open up the, you know, you, you get a letter, and the letter's from James, addressed to you, and you open up. It's a long letter, and here's the first thing you read. After the greeting, after he says, hey, y'all, it's James, or however they talked. Uh, after you read that, here's the first thing he says. Watch this. We're going to be in James chapter 1. Verses 2 through 4. Watch this. This is right after he greets them. He says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. I want to stop right there. When troubles of any kind come your way, I want you to consider it an opportunity for great joy. That doesn't make any sense at all. That is the opposite reaction that we have when troubles of any kind come our way. It's the opposite. So right off, it's this, 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 in my opinion, this is a direct challenge, not just to your faith, okay? So when we, when we read this, don't think only about your faith, just for a moment, okay? This is a direct challenge for how we think, Right? This right here, this statement of when trouble comes your way, when you experience pain and suffering, what a great opportunity. Aren't you excited for that to happen? No, not. I'm not. It's the opposite. So it's challenging how we think. And we don't have to read much more to get a spoiler alert of what he means. So watch this. Let's keep doing. Let's keep reading. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, and complete, needing nothing. Now, I do need to say right there, perfect does not mean what, yeah, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. When we read perfect in the Bible, and I'm not a Bible scholar, this is from what I have learned and studied before, okay? So uh, you can do your own research, and if, and if I'm wrong, please let me know. When the Bible talks about being perfect, it doesn't mean perfect in the, in the way that we use the word perfect today. The way that we use perfect today means without error, right? Without mistakes. But when the, in here, when we see the word perfect, it's more, uh, uh, it's more of a wholeness or a completeness. The way you feel whole in your heart when you're around people that you love. That is a feeling of perfection in the way this is meant here. Does that make sense? So we have a sense of wholeness when we allow our faith to endure. Well, how do you allow your faith to endure? How do you want a faith that endures? 
Let's say you do. Let's say for the sake of this message, for the sake of today, for the sake of us being in this room right now, let's say you want to walk out of here and you say, Dom, I want a faith that endures. If we're just looking at this, the way that you can grow and build a faith that endures, you're not going to like it because it's a path through troubles of any kind. The way that your faith can become an enduring faith is by your faith being tested. Now, nobody wants their faith to be tested. I'm not going to go out today or this week looking for ways that I can doubt God more, right? How can I really shake up my life? But it looks like, at least according to this right here, it looks like if I do want a faith that endures, if you do want a faith that endures, it sounds like, it looks like, that comes through testing your faith. And your faith is tested when you run into troubles of any kind, when you run into pain and suffering. Have you ever met a kid, and don't point or raise your, you know, raise your hand, but don't point. Have you ever met a kid that always gets everything they want? Did anybody grow up getting everything they wanted? We already know who you are, trust me. (laughs) Right, you ever met somebody like they always get what they want? They're shaken when something doesn't go their way, right? There's a tantrum, whether they're a little kid or a big kid. There's a tantrum. They can't believe that the world, universe, God, their parents, they can't believe that they, that they wouldn't give them exactly what they want. And so it seems counterintuitive, but honestly, if we looked at our own life, if you looked at your own life, I can look back at my life. Maybe I'll just speak for me for once. <laughs> I can look back at my own life, and I can see these big moments in my life where my faith grew. And they came from pain and suffering. Now, that's not the only way your faith can grow. It's not the only way. But if you want a faith that endures, this is going to be a big part of it. Now, what's, there is a silver lining here. The good thing about, it, about this is you don't have to go out to look for pain and suffering. Okay, I, I, I'm not going to give you a challenge to go find suffering in your life. When I talk about pain and suffering, I'm sure for you there's already something that you're thinking about. Maybe this week has been a good week. Maybe this year has been a good year. But maybe you can think back to a time when you were going through some pain and suffering. You were going through something that was difficult to face. A relationship that that ended that you didn't want to. A friendship that ended that you didn't want to. Maybe somebody said something that was extremely hurtful to you. And you haven't been able to... You haven't been able to shake it, haven't been able to let it, to let it go. What if that pain now becomes your potential to grow? What if you let your pain become your potential? And here's why, here's why you would want to do that. Here's why you want to do that, because you want a faith that endures. You want a faith that can stand with you. You don't want a faith that shakes every time something new happens that you weren't ready for. You want a faith that endures through anything. And the way that faith endures through anything is by being tested. And so when James says, 
consider it a great opportunity for joy. At least for me, I I think I'm starting to see kind of what he means. He doesn't mean be happy that something bad is happening to you, right? He doesn't mean be happy that finally you're getting some suffering in your life. It's about time. No, what he's saying is, what an opportunity. If, if one of your goals is to have a faith that endures, what an amazing opportunity that you can have when pain and suffering comes your way. Because you can put your mind in the mindset of, okay, oh, okay I, I knew this was coming. And sometimes you can see pain and suffering coming along the way, and sometimes it's, it's a knee-jerk reaction, or sometimes it's a surprise. But, but, what if, what if you were able to say, okay, this is hard. This is challenging my marriage. This is challenging my parenting. This is challenging my faith. And I remember Dom saying that James said that this could be an opportunity for joy. And I think that's the wording there, right? Is it's not, you're, gonna, you're not going to find joy in your suffering. That's not it. But what an opportunity you have. That means everything that happens to you that you didn't want to happen. Everything that happens to you in your faith. Anything that happens to you in your life. You can stop and say, man, what? This could be an opportunity. How could I grow from this? I wrote this down too for you. Suffering is inevitable. Growing from it is optional. We talk a lot, a lot. Probably you're sick of it. We talk a lot about choice here at the heart. I feel like choice matters so much. In my opinion, choice is what makes things matter. Right? When you choose to do something, it makes that matter so much more than if you felt obligated to do it. If you, so let's say, you know, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, Christmas coming up in a few months, half a year, whatever it is. And if you're anything like me, when it comes to the holidays, I start to feel like, okay, who, who am I supposed to go see? Okay, when I go to this house, how long should I stay there? So I put myself in these, like, traps. <laughs> if I'm not careful, I'll go, I'll end up going to, uh, uh, let's, say it's, let's say it's the grandparents. And if I tell myself, okay, I have to go to my grandparents because it's Christmas. I have to go see them. Then I go there and I'm like, well, it was all right, but I really felt like I had to be here and I had to eat the food and I had to stay at least past, you know, when we had pie or whatever. I don't know, I don't know where pie lands in your life, but it's always pretty high in mine since I came up there. Now watch this though. That same situation, the same situation, the same dinner, the same pie. What if you said, yeah, I'm going. I I choose to be here. I want to be here. Nothing changed about the situation. You see what I'm saying? You still drove there. You still had pie. But everything about that interaction, everything about that situation changes. Why? Because of your choice. That's the power of choice. You know where else I see the power of choice is in Jesus. Jesus was never obligated to go to the cross, right? And even if, even if, it, even if it was, that was his purpose, it still, it still had to be his choice. You know why? Because love is a choice. Love is not an obligation. 
And for Jesus to do what he did, that is a powerful choice. And in my opinion, this is an opinion, that is why what Jesus did matters so much. Because he chose to do it. He chose pain and suffering, knowing, knowing the potential that it brought for people like me and you. You believe that? So I wonder for you in your life where there is pain and suffering is how can you let yourself see the potential in that? Let yourself see the potential of what God can do in you and through you, not in spite of your pain and suffering. You see what I'm saying? Not in spite of it, but because of it, through it. Like James says here, what an opportunity for great joy because watch this, now our faith gets to be tested. And every time your faith is tested, it is a gigantic opportunity to grow it a little bit more. It's not the only way it grows, but it can grow by leaps and bounds when we test it through pain and suffering. And that is a choice that we have. Pain and suffering, that's inevitable. That will happen. That's the world we live in. If you're in a relationship with any human being, there will be pain and suffering. There will be misunderstandings. There will be miscommunication. There will be hurt feelings. So if we know that it's inevitable, if we know it's going to happen, maybe not tomorrow, not this week, not this year, I'm not trying to speak doom and gloom over your life, but if we know that that's the world we live in, what an opportunity we have to set ourselves up to have a faith that endures. Wouldn't you love to have a faith that endures, that endures through the hard times, that endures through the troubles, that endures through the pain, that endures through the suffering? Because whatever pain and suffering might be coming our way, the pain and suffering won't be different if we choose to just sit in it and be, and be a victim to it. If, we're, if we have the attitude of like, I can't believe this is happening to me. This always happens to me. Oh, this is just perfect. This is just my luck. Do you know somebody like that? Are you somebody like that? <laughs> or if we're on this side and the same situation happens, nothing's different about the situation except the biggest difference we could possibly bring to any situation, and that is a choice to say, yes, it happened, but I'm not just going to sit in it and let it happen to me. Yes, it happened, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look for the opportunity in this. And it won't be that easy every time. But what if even once, what if even once out of every four times you said, you know what, I'm going to see what an opportunity is here. Okay, we had a big argument, and they said some mean things about me, but may, maybe, maybe, maybe part of it's true. They said I never listen. Maybe that's true. I didn't hear the rest of what they said, but maybe it's true. What an opportunity you have to grow a little bit, right? You don't have to. You don't have to grow. You don't have to change. You don't have to learn. This is the choice. What, a, what an empowered faith that we have. I love this about our faith. I love the empowerment we have from God to be who we are and to choose to grow. Not commanded to grow. Not supposed to grow. Not have to grow. 
Because the thing is, your faith is going to be tested. It absolutely will. But you get to decide. This is where you're empowered. I'm not saying it's all up to you and God's not going to be there and you got to, you know, God helps those who help themselves or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. You are empowered to grow your faith. You are empowered to have a faith that endures. So when this pain and suffering comes, we have these things that come up in our life. Instead, instead of saying over here, wow, this is, this is shaking my faith. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. Sometimes that happens. And that's when you need people around you, right? A borrowed faith from somebody around you can be just as strong as your faith when you need it. I've seen it happen. I've experienced it. I've borrowed it. But instead of, instead of being right here and saying, this is, this is shaking my faith and I don't know what I can do, what if you took a small sidestep where everything else is the same and you said, this does have the potential to shake my faith. But instead of letting my faith be shaken, I'm going to let my faith be challenged. Now, now you're a part of the conversation with your pain and suffering, right? Now you're in there. Because a lot of times with pain and suffering, if you're anything like me, you do your best to avoid it. Even if it's there, I, I don't want to talk about it. I'll just, I'll avoid that person. I'll avoid that place. I'll just stop going to church. I'll just stop going to connect group. I'll just, I'll just break up with this person. They don't want to talk to me. Well, they hurt me, so I'll just never talk to them too. Let's see who can win this game of chicken. <laughs> what if instead of that we said, okay, this is an opportunity where my faith is being challenged. And if I want a faith that endures, then I want to face that challenge. And sometimes you need to face it together as a group. Sometimes you need to, some people around you help you face this challenge of faith. That's what's beautiful about our faith, too, is that it's a shared faith that we're in together. So that's what I want for you. It's what I want for me. I, I want to be able to, to come face to face with, you know, whatever it happens to be. Whatever's next. You know, I'm not looking forward to difficult things. I'm not looking forward to it. But, man, what an opportunity. What an opportunity we could have to say, you know what, I know that things are going to happen, but I'm going to choose to let it challenge my faith, not shake my faith. Because when our faith is being challenged, then we'll reach out to God. When our faith is being shaken, we can almost have a, 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 a trust issue with God, right? When a relationship with people in our life is shaken, we can almost have a trust, we maybe put people at arm's distance, right? But what if we had the attitude of, okay, this is a challenge, this relationship, whether it's our relationship with the people in our life, our relationship with God, our relationship with our faith, this is a challenge, and I want to rise to this challenge. I'm going to choose to rise to this challenge. That's the empowerment I want you to have. That's the empowerment I want for my life. If you could, for a moment, I want you to close your eyes and bow your heads. I want you to have a faith that endures. And to do that, to have that, we're going to need to face pain and suffering. But it doesn't have to shake your faith. It doesn't have to be the end. It doesn't have to ruin your day or ruin your week or ruin your month. We can say, okay, 
I'm going to step forward and accept this challenge because I want a faith that endures. So with your eyes closed, your eyes closed and your heads down, here's what I want to ask you. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand in a second. But, and I want you to raise your hand if you're willing to take this challenge with me. I'm going to take this challenge with you. If you're willing to, this coming week, you don't have to do it for the rest of your life. You don't have to do it for the rest of the year. This week, you're going to choose one thing in your life where you experience pain and suffering. You're going to say, okay, for this one thing, I am going to look for the opportunity to grow. How can this pain be my potential? If you can take that challenge with me this week, on the count of three, raise your hand. One, two, three. Put it up real quick. Okay, put it down. Love it, love it, love it. Let's pray. God, we are so grateful for who you are, for what you have done, for what you're doing in our faith, for what you will continue to do in our faith. God, I am grateful that we are not left alone to fend for ourselves when it comes to our faith. And God, as, as we pray for the things in our life, even if we're, we're praying for the pain and suffering to never come, I pray that if it does, that we can still lean on you. We can still trust you. We can still know that you are there for us. Thank you for the people that you have put in our life to help us rise to this challenge, to rise to the challenge of having a faith that endures in the face of pain and suffering not in the absence of pain and suffering. So we thank you for that today, God. We love you, and we pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.